All right, everybody, welcome back to the Forever DMs. I'm your host currently, uh, Cameron. And fun fact about me: yeah. today. Are you guys ready I for this? Waited. Big fun fact. I I once fractured my ankle, right? And not in the classic, oh, he was playing baseball. Oh, he was in a car accident. Oh, a tank ran it over. No, nothing like that. Instead, I jumped up. This is when I was like eight. eight? Yeah, I was like eight years old. I jumped up to hit a balloon, right? Because he was playing like one of those like keep the balloon yeah. in the air kind of things. And then I missed, completely missed the balloon. Rolled a total nat one. Fell, landed on a 90 oh. degree angle on my ankle. And then I started crying. My mom got pissed at me and said, you're faking it. Run upstairs and play with your friends. And she made me run up the stairs. And then we found out the next day when I was limping, oh, shit. No, he actually hurt himself. And that's oh, the story there we go. Wow. Ankle. Little uh, unlocked trauma to yeah. start the episode off with. <laughs> it's not trauma. It's It made me who I am today. It's not trauma. It, I'm built tough now. This ankle, it, yeah. it's more oh. strong. <laughs> Cam is bionic ankle. Uh, there was a joke for trucks in there too. Oh yeah, uh, going oh, yeah. baby mode. I'm Evan. Uh, here's a story about my ankle. <laughs> I sprained my ankle uh, by leaping off of a four foot high wall, and not I don't mean leaping off of it like standing on top of it and then jumping off. I was sitting on it and I, <laughs> I popped down. It was about a one foot fall, and I landed bad on my ankle. Rolled my ankle went completely numb in my leg and i was just like ah it's fine i just rolled it normally uh went through the entirety of recess that day because i was like 16 uh thinking it was fine went to lunch wait you had recess at 16 i'm sorry i had Uh, to interrupt yeah Yeah, we did i went to a i went to a k through 12 school um so so then we went in we went in for lunch uh and my friends were like hey you're kind of limping are you all right and i was like yeah look i'm fine and i slammed my ankle on the floor completely unable to feel anything because of the adrenaline and i was like look i'm completely fine we got down and got my lunch sat down at the table five minutes later i was like i need to go to the nurse i'm not okay uh we found <laughs> out i we found out i fully sprained my ankle by through a one foot fall and a bad roll uh and i had to wear an ankle cast for like two weeks wow what just from yeah. spraining that's wild. crazy actually not as crazy as having recess at 16. I'm sorry. That's insane to me. That is the craziest takeaway you. from that story. Oh, man. Well, um, <laughs> learning that, you know, the joke bag of dicks has substance. Uh, this is Eli walking in once again. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty funny, you know, just to randomly hear your friends talk about certain things. And, and then you, you actually start living it. And you're like, wow. All right. Yeah. It's different. Eli was surprised yeah. to look down and find Major. that he also had ankles. Yeah. <laughs> No, never no, I had Kangles this whole time. No. Hmm. Also, uh, shout out to Bags <laughs> and Dicks. Today's spo- no. well, you could be. Hey, today's sponsor. It yeah, is a person you know sponsorship. We'll- Eli, send an email. Send an email. This Ark of the Forever <laughs> Sponsored by Dicks. <laughs> oh, shit. Hmm. Sporting not Goods. Sporting goods. goods. Nice save. Uh, oh. I said not, but and, yeah. Uh, I am the tally man, finally here to tally those bananas, uh, Tom. Hey, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many um, bananas I've I had mean, in my y- life? If you could lay it out by bunch and, like, stack it high. Yeah. Like, uh, as long as you hit eight oh. feet, we're good. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a Mario Party minigame that's, like, Ooh. Donkey Kong themed. Is you just 
You just I don't stack a bunch game. of bananas. I'm just realizing further and further to generational gap. Right. Like I was making a Beetlejuice joke and uh <laughs> Nope. Oh god. Head head is way below that joke. Who I am dying. I am dying. Dying. Yeah, who's this Beetlejuice guy? Oh, god. oh my god. I have a lot of protein. Dying. Did we did we say it three times already? Hold on. You have to say it spoken unbroken. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just throw us all saying it. Yeah, right here. <laughs> yeah oh sure. 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 Good luck. Well. Okay, we got it. Okay, good. All, all set. Anyways, uh, now on to the Dungeons and Dragons portion of the show. Five minutes into uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, la- you know, we have to make up for last week because last week was our fastest start time <laughs> we've ever had. And I feel like we have to kind of not set that as like <laughs> right. the norm. I mean, if you we're want, not gonna I also we're just have not gonna like meet trauma that. stories, but uh, so, uh, yeah, please. Oh, when I was working as a barista, yeah. um, they were doing some remodeling inside the store I was working at. He's actually serious. I actually had to go get a blender off of the top shelf mm, of the storage cabinet, and uh, the step ladder that was left behind by the construction folks was one step taller than what I was used to. Oh. So I I climbed up, grabbed the blender. I'm like, okay, one, two, ground. So I one, two, nope. And I just kind of fell backwards into the wall and slid. Thankfully, because maybe a three foot wide area. So I didn't hit the ground. But like when I slid, I mean, most of my knee slid, except for my right leg, which stayed up on the ladder rung. Oh. Oh. So my knees oh. kind of still fucked up some ten years later. Wow! And then I went to recess. And then you went to yeah. recess. <laughs> yeah. I hobbled back to work, told my supervisor, and they're like, mm, "That sucks." There's, Wait, do you guys? Hold on, do you guys not get uh, recess? I'm in college right now. I still get recess. No. <laughs> what? Where? What? I get a thirty-minute unpaid recess. lunch break. <laughs> I get to eat a sandwich and try to hide the sandwich from customers. My school does try to give us recess. I, I work during. <laughs> I work during it. Wild, truly wild. Another Yay! two minutes later. Who wants to recap last episode? Honestly, I, now I'm, that we got I'm a kinda, leg up, I'm kind of feeling up to it right now. Kind of feeling it. Yeah. All right. All right. So I remember <laughs> that we were on the ship and. There was some good communications between the crew, and one of the crew, uh, that one being Ricky, was very curious enough to go down to the hole and discover some of the wonderful contents that may or may not still be present and were broken and were not working and were functioning still. And then um, there was some conversation on where to set heading, and then we went over to the floating city after our heading was decided to go that way, Uh, after which point there was some checks and communications and some crazy cross wiring in uh like the verbal sense and then we eventually landed whereas fred ended up landing a date with this like comms oh, yeah. robot debbie and and that was just like this whole thing where fred went off out of line of sight of the party for like a good i don't know 8 hours it was several hours yeah, several, yeah. several hours i said canon canon was probably something like between 6 to 8 hours something like that no it wasn't it wasn't the whole night oh, okay all right all right later. that was um, my impression because they they did go out to try to find you 
if they didn't go out to find you, it would have been like Roger. a nine hour difference Roger. before okay. you'd see them again. Um, so anyway, Fred, Fred and Debbie went off to do whatever that would be. And then our wonderful friends, Ash and Alistair, um, they were genuinely concerned for Fred's existence and went after Fred. Upon which, after going through some gate guard checks and stuff like that, uh, landed upon a therapy session circle with a ball for speakings and Fred just absolutely bawling his eyes out, wailing the most uncomfortable, like, whale tears, uh, describing certain things about his friend and death and all that therein. And it was interesting because after a while, the two friends sat down at the circle after listening to Fred, and there was some communication there. And then there was another gentleman that showed up from Cloud 3. His name eludes me. John Paul. Right. John Paul. And... There's some um, talk about how John Paul wishes to blow up the central tower. And then it gets to be this whole crazy thing because Alistair does something amazing and gives chills down my actual spine and Aww, has like the you. most greatest character sure. moment ever. And I'm not going to spoil it. You have to go back and like listen to the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Reverse yeah. spoiling. If you somehow right. like, skip right. the last jumping episode. in at this episode. <laughs> That is, thanks for joining us. Maybe start back at episode one. (laughs) I mean, or at least at the beginning. Maybe go back. You know, at least this arc. And then after that incredible moment, um, the three characters went back to the ship, and then there was a new course set after a conversation with Fred about Fred's voice in his head. Um, specifically coming from a demon die that Fred got from someone, something. <laughs> Who was it? You never got the guy's name that you got it from. It was just some piratey dude oh, that you got. Oh, there it was. Ship. Okay. But he's he's on. He's a right, right, right. You can always right, go right, back right. and ask. Okay, and um, yeah, there was a, a mention of a treasure and a presentation of a third way to potentially wrap up this ridiculous dilemma that exists in this current world setting. And that's uh, where we are now on this ship. Yeah. I think you you got big big points for uh, most of the majority of, Let's go. of what happened. Um, and uh, I believe at this point you guys were just starting to set so sail. I think we needed to um, actually chat with... Well, no, because... Uh, okay. Yeah, wait. I think we didn't actually set a course yet. No, you guys have not decided. Uh, well, you did decide that um, there was a tie. That's true. Remember, yes, democratic we did set up vote. A democratic vote. Uh, and then Ash forgot <laughs> to vote and tipped the scales. <laughs> I believe into the third option, right? Um, if I remember correctly, so you guys did not set sail yet because you aren't positive of where to go for that. Um. The best source of that information would probably be from uh, Captain Strawberry, <laughs> who is currently speaking inside of Fred's head. Fred's head. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> oh God. Hey. Are I being here? Uh. So yes, that's where you guys are right now. Um. So I'll say, uh, Strawberry <laughs> speaks up inside your head, Nigel. Uh, Fred, and he goes, "Yar." So here's the thing, right? The artifact was heavily guarded inside an ancient temple. You know, the whole whole true bang of, of things. 
Uh, I don't know necessarily if the temple still exists to this day. It's been quite a long time since I was alive. Uh, also, since there was water. Uh, so getting there might be a bit off. Uh, especially because, as far as I'm aware, the surface is probably kind of shaken and stirred in all kinds of different directions uh, since the last well, time I, mean, I was down. Well, I mean, if it was, like, in a water temple, like, you know, underwater, and then, like, there's, like, no water, so then wouldn't it just be on the, on the, the surface? Right. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, probably. Uh, all we have to do is um, uh, go off the star, star map. map. Oh, man. It's been a while since I took my, my, um, cartography stuff in seriously um all right um so like what am i looking for on under under the, the stars man all right so you're gonna look up the stars right uh, you look yeah, up and it's stars daylight. oh fuck all right uh okay so forget the star map we're gonna go well, off something well, else here well why don't uh, i just spend the next you know like eight hours just talking to you and getting to know you because like i don't know you you know Oh. Boy. <laughs> I do you think I well, got you know, time I, for I, that? I got nothing better to do besides, you know, save a planet's existence. So, you know, I, I figure I'd just give you uh, at least the time of day. Well, you're playing intimate pride by saying that I'm spending time with me is more worth than saving the planet. So I think I'm oh, gonna take you, you up on the offer. Uh, uh, and for the next day. Uh, Fred has a full conversation, uh, just nonstop. Um, Strawberry tells you so many tales of the seven teen seas that used to exist. Uh, <laughs> um, by the end of the day, finally the stars are above you again. Um, and he goes, oh, oh we'll show um, that the stars well, are Well, you know, I really learned a lot about your 12 wives. I mean, that was, uh, that was very interesting to know that. Yes. You say 12 no, wives, wives or 12 no, lives? W-I-V-E-S. Okay. Right. That's what I that makes more sense to me because that's what I said earlier. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to make sure that you you and I were on the same page. And again, all 12 wives, they they knew of each other. They they fully well, were on board yeah. with the whole it thing. Was, it was it just was like it's really beautiful thing to know that you had so much love for everyone, man. I, I was inspired by it. That's right. Polyamory needs to be consensual. Just, you know, no no hiding. Anyways, now that the stars are out, why don't you take that sheet of paper that you've had in front of you for the past eight Fred looks hours down and, and we can get to work? It's, like, got all sorts of cookie crumbs on it from, like, all of the the, the time spent. <laughs> and uh, he, he, like, slowly wipes it off, you know, just casually with his paw hands. Right. And um, slowly <laughs> is the oh, worst way to so, wipe off crumbs. Um, this is what we're going to do. Uh, do you have proficiency? Probably not. I'm I'm almost guaranteed that I don't. I just I just know from yeah. Fred's backstory that Very it just sure makes sense don't. that he would be somewhat versed in the idea. So here's what we're gonna do. You're going to roll your survival mm -hmm. uh, as your stat here to read the stars Ironically, and try to navigate that way. God, and that's gonna be go. a twenty-four. Jesus. Oh my. God, um, you move the cookie crumbs in <laughs> such a way that when you look down, uh, the crumbs match the star <laughs> pattern that you had you were supposed to draw out, and so you just draw lines between cookie crumbs and then circles around them. 
uh, and then you swipe off the rest of the crumbs, and you have yourself a fully functional <laughs> Say it first, mate! Um, the crumbs say we head east. <laughs> you see the first mate looks at you and goes, Why'd you say it like that? Yeah. Me or yeah. are you talking about the booming voice in the sky? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening, man? Or the, so fourth dimensional, the fourth dimensional Never being that, that guides my actions. Oh. Yeah. Everyone's eyes just start like uh going cross-eyed for a second. <laughs> yeah, as there you go. Shifts. Yeah. Um space and time engineers. Yada yada. And you guys Yeah, yeah. They just reverse everything. Uh <laughs> deep sigh. So at this point, you have a fully functional map. You hand it off to I assume you hand it I off to first don't. To Instead I, I I go over to oh. uh Ricky, who I believe is helping with the sales, if I remember correctly. That's like one of his jobs that he would uh, perform. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a deckhand, so he he does like general, uh, you know, sales. He moves some boxes right. around. And, and, and I um, and I I, I just I show it to him. I'm like, so so um, well, do you, do you think it's a good job using the crumbs as a guide, man? Well, I'll be honest with you, big guy. I uh, you use yeah. crumbs for this? Yeah, you know, like it's it's crumbs? a it's a part of my existence, man. So you know, I figure I put my soul into my work. You know what I mean? I I gotta be real with you, man. Um, I feel worse about myself knowing you're able to accomplish this uh, with cookie crumbs. Like, I feel actively like worse as a person knowing that someone was able to do that because I wouldn't I wouldn't know how to even start. Um, so good job, I guess. Uh, what do you do? You, do you need me? No, I, I just I just like, wanted to know how you felt about you know my ability to like do things because like before you kind of didn't even like want to give a shit. So I was just wondering. You know, like, where our relationship is at this moment. You know what I mean? Right. Well, here's the thing, right? Like, we've had, a, we've had like, a predator yeah, handshake. Yeah. I've kind of helped you yeah. out. You've given me a cookie. I think, I think at this point, that's, like, broaching the topic of where a relationship is at is more damaging oh, to the relationship. Oh, right? No. Like, it's more like you're, you're coming oh. on a bit strong here. Like, we just kind of have it naturally continue to grow as friends or, you know, like, you don't need don't need to check in is what I'm saying. Like I'm good, uh, and I'm glad like you you were able to accomplish that. That's like a really cool feat that you're able to do that. You you don't gotta you don't gotta come to me for like recognition, right? I'm like I'm not. I, I want to be a friend. Conversation I, I be you saw Fred's head slowly sink lower and lower and lower until like it's just his I, eyes I, like coming uh, out of his ooh. shell. Hey, big guy. All right. Listen, man. Um, I say this with all respect to the world. You know, th that was not supposed to be a tough conversation. If that was hard for you, I think we got to work on that. You know, like, I'll help you through that. But that's I tried to be oh, as gentle right. well, as possible. Here, there. Give, me, give me a hug. And like, he like crushes the star map between the, the both uh, of you. Oh, God. Mm. Okay. Uh, I got it. Let me just, uh, let me just <laughs> let die out here and just see how that star map does. Uh, Okay. Oh, star map is fine. Yeah, I was hoping. Um, so you you give a hug to Ricky. N now, now uh, the, map the map gets to the head captain, uh, Al Alistair. I watched all of that. Yeah, that wasn't good. That wasn't. <laughs> that was watch. painful to watch. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? I, I was just showing sharing some love, man. I understand that, friend. With cookie crumbs, you can't, you can't manufacture other people's emotions. Is all. And if like, someone's telling you you need to take a step back, the answer is not to give them a hug. Okay, you know, I mean, 
we'll we'll work on that later. Yeah, maybe, maybe um, we focus on the job. I, I don't. It took me a while to get to snap out of that stupor of just basically listening to a one-sided conversation for the past eight hours. <laughs> As you, you were listening said, to that? I, I just walked away. I I wish I hadn't, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Why? Like, I, oh my god. Oh boy. All right. I was I downstairs mean, repurposing the explosives into something useful. Oh, that seemed like a much more advantageous use of time, but I mean, like, what Oh, I was just trying to uh, like peel them apart and like get parts to start making uh, modifications to uh, Bone and Daedra. Self destruct buttons? No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> just, just looking for like parts and stuff. Uh, it would have been. It would not have been a, a okay. good process. Uh, most of what it would have been is uh, Ash going downstairs with Daedra and having Daedra try to like engulf the explosives to like get inside them with its mercury limbs without uh -huh. actually setting anything off and nothing would have worked and so Ash kind of would have just spent eight hours staring at an object going is it worth it? <laughs> is it? You're trying to save yourself right now no, and I don't uh, know if I'm you not, can. I'm not trying um, to save myself. This is me saying like this is actually what Ash did is Ash went downstairs to look at these and was like I want to do this. I also really don't like it. I also did, really don't just... like explosives. Fair enough. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. in character and enough for me to him let that lying slide. to Alistair is fully just him saving face. Got it. That's yeah, fair. That is another part of character. Just, but no, I mean, I wanted to stay close by, because, I mean, if he's got a ghost talking to him, like, that's kind of literally my whole jam. So, like... Mm. I, I will say, uh, Alistair, I think you would be able to catch in on the other part of the conversation after, like, just kind of chilling for a bit. <laughs> Uh, if you were just staying nearby, enough time would have passed for you to get kind of, like, attuned to this spirit. And Fred only hears this spirit in his head. You visually could see this spirit eventually rising Whoa. out of the die and just having a conversation as if he's in front of Fred. Uh, and it's it's a guy in complete, like, it's like mm. a purple spirit, you know, like, translucent purple. Um, he's got like super long dreadlocks that wrap around into a belt. Uh, and in the belt, he has six different like flintlock pistols. He's got a saber, um, like on his back. That's basically just floating there. Like there's nothing you know, right. keeping it there. Kind of like video game <laughs> logic. Uh, he's got like a nice, like uh duster coat. Um, and then his pants are like the classic pirate, right. Like, right. pants that you would see. Um, and he's just fully, he, he fully had this conversation. So I would say now you physically can see Nigel uh, Strawberry just hanging out with you guys. Name. Uh, just, right. Yep. Okay. I mean, for a while, yeah, it was a one-sided conversation. And then like, you know, Nigel's here, just kind of, I just motion at the space that Nigel's occupying. Right. He's waving, so, but no one um, else can tell. Okay. I'm honestly amazed that you, uh, able to make something using those cookie crumbs. Um, oh, thank you. Hey, uh, first mate. <laughs> first of all, uh, what was your name? Up, I mean, you told us we didn't have to care, but I kind of care. Oh, <laughs> well, I'll take the kind of care. Because <laughs> I... I first first mate starts, first like, mate. sifting through a sheaf of papers in their chest pocket, like, man, man, man. Uh, yeah, let me check it real quick. Tartar Tar okay. So, um... Right, so this is our chart. Um, 
Okay. All right. Yeah, this is pretty um, good. As long as you can make sense of it, because to be honest, not much of a cartographer myself. So. Yeah. Uh huh. That makes yeah. No problem. Um. It's yeah. It's it's definitely navigatable. Um. I probably based off this star chart. You he looks up in the sky. I mean, if we left right, right now, we can make then. it by daybreak. Um. I feel like at some point we maybe should go okay. say hi to Fushi, but I don't imagine us maybe having quite as much luck as we did there, as we did with Nua. So getting out of there might be a different situation. So let's just, everyone in favor of just bypassing that for now. Um, uh, I mean, we did we democratically did, vote, I mean, so to whatever. The non-NPCs. No. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> takes a step back. Mm. I mean, we should just kind of skip the whole uh, Sun Dragon thing, right? I mean, he, he kind of, based on what we heard from Polnareff over there, um, or whatever the fuck his name was, fuckwit, uh, oh, Captain yeah. Anarchy fuckwit McDouchepants. Oh, McDouchepants? Yeah. Oh. Pretty sure that was his full name. Uh, it's not some nice words to say, man. Uh, it's, I'm not the one who named him. Oh, um, okay. I'm just saying. Um, but we should, if he's pushing for blowing up the other tower, I don't think we're going to get a nice and peaceful democratic conversation with him. So we should just go after this artifact, yeah? Well, I mean, I have a different opinion, man. Like, I, I agree we should just go after the artifact, but like, if we go there and like we say that we want to help him, then we can be like triple agents, you know what I mean? Because like, we're already helping Nua, but then we'll say that we're helping, um, uh, what's his name? Um, um, Hushi. Um, Hushi, Hushi, yeah. Yeah, and um, and then and then and then we'll be like, nah, because like we'll pretend we're going that way, but then we're actually going right past it, and he'll be like, what? And then we'll be like, yeah, because then we're going after the other thing all along. But then, like, if they can like give us like rations or like cool stuffs, you know, that would be cool, man. So I mean, counterpoint, kind of a bad point, but like Count part of the way through that, you saw Alistair's eyes just kind of get glassy. Counterpoint: <laughs> They currently don't know who we are and don't have any beef with us and then if we go and say we want to work with them just to betray them now we have another faction hunting us down right or a faction wrong. hunting us down which puts a lot more of a time limit than if we just act as independent operators for now and then maybe we can figure out what to do later i don't know because we still don't really even finding this artifact it solves a lot of the environmental issues in this place doesn't really solve a lot of the time stuff going on. Uh, right, it doesn't solve much of the time stuff, unless, well, Nua, and again, take everything she says with a grain of salt, but apparently she was told by these crag agents that if both trees were under the same banner, so to speak, that things would run smoothly. And the fact that now this split is what's causing the issue, but honestly, it's because there's two people with all the power with very different opinions. So, yes, finding this artifact will solve a lot of the environmental issues, and they won't have to build towers anymore, theoretically. I mean, they'd probably have to build a bunch of boats, but, well, that's a them problem, really. Mm. It doesn't solve the problem of who's actually in power and who's controlling the actual time trees. Fred has an idea. Yeah? Go on. Um, um, so, like, um... Fred, Fred kind of like looks around at the crew and looks specifically for the time and space engineers and like motions them over. Uh, you see one of them kind of like glances over as they're kind of holding up a ritual. You guys are still docked, so it hasn't been 
you know, um, necessary for them to hold things too long. So they're going in shifts. Um, and one of them kind of comes over, one of the three. Uh, yes, you... Um, uh, yeah, you so I got a question, you know. Like, do you happen to know sure. somebody that's, like, really better than you at doing the time and space thing? Like, really, really better than you? Uh, no, not personally, just personally? in general. Like, you know, you like maybe there's like a legendary one, you know? Indeed. There once was one, but their name is Taboo, as they uh, skipped out on. Oh, uh, well, yeah. You know, That's what I'm, I'm going, I'm looking for. Cause like, you know, if, if they, if they still exist, then let's like, like a, like a fourth, like blow everything up kind of option because they can like transform the space and the time and stuffs, you know, but that's just like an idea that popped in my head. Alistair, Fred, you look really uncomfortable. Fred, I'm sorry, but I don't mean to totally interrupt, but could I dip a really quick sidebar with you? Yeah. Um, and just kind of pulls them very much out of earshot of the time and space engineers. I mean, we don't fully know. I mean, mo we voted, yes, we had democratic voting, but we don't know how very much in the pocket of the corporation these time and space engineers are, since they are effectively on loan from the corporation. You catch my drift. Well, that's a fair point. Yeah, no. If um, we go ahead fair. and just start blasting about by saying, like, oh no, we're gonna skip out on the corporation this, and blow everything up that, and Anarchy, woo woo hoo. Like, who's to say that they're not just going to, you know, renege on their duties and just peace the fuck out? Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Yeah. So, um, let's, uh, with that in mind, uh, you know, just, uh, let's, let's watch what we say about them. Well, I thought I was praising them, but okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I mean, you kind of were, but just saying, when, they, when you're trying to push them for saying something that is against corporate policy to say, we don't want to, you know, go about, inadvertently pushing buttons what yeah no that's a very fair point i get it all right i mean i'm sorry i didn't mean to completely derail and interrupt but i mean i just wanted to make sure that they wouldn't just stop in the middle of a fight and let us all plummet to the surface below no that's that's very that's a very valid concern yep and i i agree so uh all right by all means continue right and uh alistair is just kind of back up again well um well yeah you know i i just I was, that was basically it. That was my whole thing. You know, I was, I don't know. Oh, uh, I, yeah. You know, just, to me again. just, it, sorry. I, I'm unfamiliar with the sidebar custom. So I, wasn't oh yeah, sure no, you're fine. Yet. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just, it's so cool that, you know, you're, um, you're helping us out. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's no problem. Um, Do you I mean, still need the hmm. name? And uh, Fred kind of like looks at uh, both Ash and Alistair, just like... Alistair kind of shrugs, like... Eh. Okay. So, yeah, 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 let's, let's, let's get a name, you know. Their hmm. name is Idel. They were hypothesized to have been the founders of hmm. time and okay. space engineering. cool. The reason I say hypothesized is purely because uncertain where on the timeline they exist currently mm. or where they originate from. Mm. Mm. Well, that's interesting. Some rumored that Edel was separate entirely from the corporation to begin with and only allowed us to learn of their powers through a funnel of knowledge, so to speak. 
There are many things I do not understand what I do, or the consequences of which. All I know is my family at home is taken care of. And that's that's a good thing. I'm very happy that, you know, everything's okay for you, man. Yes. Is there anything else I can help you with? Uh, no, it's, that's it. I, I just wanted to know things, man. Thank you. You're I'm going to continue to make sure that we don't become a black hole now. Oh, that, uh, and that he helps. goes yeah. back to the mast and uh, joins back in. So, as cool information as that is, I don't think it much helps us in the moment. I think... No, yeah. I'm going to present mm-hmm. a possible course of action. You all tell me what you think of this. We'll go grab this artifact, right? Whatever it is, we figure out a way to make it work. We see how that changes the power balance of things. Possibly, if we can set up a meeting between Nua and Fushi, maybe change things diplomatically, if possible. If not, we have to meet with Fushi one-on-one, see what we could do as, as independent operators to change things and fix things, and then get out. But I think a good way to start is going, grabbing this artifact, seeing how that changes the power structure. Because as things work right now, we're going to be forced to pick one side or another. Right. Yes. Well, yeah, that makes sense. And then if we somehow figure out that, you know, Adele is like existing somewhere within our reach, then that also presents another complication, you know, because like that could be another option to like help us like, you know, overthrow everything. You know what I mean? Well, we'll kill them when they appear. Set off. <laughs> yes. Well, no, I mean, yes, we should go. But I mean, yeah, it could be I, that Adele is the actual cause of the anomaly. I, I truly only said we'll kill them when they appear as just a like we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. For now, there's not much we can do to act on that information. Hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay, I mean, I, I'm I'm good with finding this object. Guitar, set sail. <laughs> well, he oh, said. I, I, I'm sorry, our NPC is allowed back in. I'm not sure what that stands for, but I assumed that was me. Uh, I'm yes, good to go. that is that is you. Yes. Okay, great. What, what uh, I said, go ahead. <laughs> set sail! Uh. And then he starts giving out directions to people on how to operate the ship, in which direction to move. Uh, you guys set sail for the evening, uh, and throughout the night, if you guys uh, take turns falling asleep, or if you all fall asleep at once, uh, it's up to you guys. Otherwise, uh, we can go th- through that in a second. Good. Any claims? Everyone just kind of goes to bed. I, all right. Yeah, I pass it out, yeah. All right. I mean, Thankfully, no the light watch, but yeah. All right. Uh, thankfully, nothing uh, crazy happens during your sleep. Uh, you wake up a few times to like turbulence, um, where just kind of like differences of air pressure and stuff uh, mess stuff up. Plus, you have your crew. Um, they've basically been docked for twenty four hours, so they've had time to fully recuperate and get back on their feet, and they're well rested enough to go through the night. But it is still the nighttime, so it's harder for them to navigate through the, the darkness. Uh, as the sun rises, uh, as you guys also rise, um, you find yourself floating uh, in an area where on the horizons you don't see any towers, any ships. Uh, it seems to be like a very um, quiet area of the skies that you guys have uh, gotten to. Uh, you see first mate who um, has been up like all night managing the crew uh, is basically comes up to Alistair mm-hmm. and says, uh, hey, so sailing was fine. Everything was fine. I'm probably going to need to sleep today at some point um, just to let you know. But uh, this is where the star map was leading us. And um, 
nothing around in the area so i i don't know if we're going for an artifact that used to be in the sea it's probably down uh and we can go that way it's just gonna get a little dangerous all right um we should probably do that then i mean yeah dangerous is kind of part of the job unfortunately yep but that's why we have great health insurance uh and he um all right, everybody. Uh, we're going down. Everyone, get on. Uh, get on ready for creeps and uh, whatnot. Oh god, this is gonna be so tough. I'm like barely awake. Uh, you see, he he's just trying to like slap himself awake, splashes some water. Whew. Oh, Ugh, it's. I never get over how thick that water is. Ugh. Okay. Like sp- <laughs> like splashing gelatin splash. on your face. Yeah. yeah. It's like Jello. Yeah. Just... <laughs> All right. No. Not really. Okay. Magic item. Decanter of endless coffee. I'm surprised Quincy doesn't have that already. Uh, hey, you know, we can make it that yeah. for sure. A- Ash has been commissioned. Uh... <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's like something you've been working in your spare time. Um, Alright. As you guys are heading down, you start to see, as you descend further and further, eventually, you catch a glimpse of your first time seeing the ground of this planet um as you look down you see an endless uh, horizon of gray cracked rocks that flow with magma gushing out in all directions um parts of the land crumble uh in odd ways while other parts rise up uh you see parts of it shake as earthquakes are going off um you catch a glimpse of a giant uh, tail shooting out of the ground way beneath you guys. Nothing that's going to hit you guys, but you see a monumental tail that just smashes what could be an entire, like, city worth of area as it just uh, scatters out this dust cloud that then becomes this wave of a storm uh, that pushes outwards across uh, the uh, land. There are little tornadoes that are scattered all across the area with lightning shooting through them uh and you see um animals maybe uh beasts moving around um very quickly little tiny ants from your perspective some of them larger than others uh and you see massive creatures uh in basically like mortal to the death fights um you see a giant uh reptilian being with four rows of teeth um just munching into uh what looks like this um large uh bird like a bird the size of um the empire state building like just just ripping into it and feathers are flying up and getting caught in the wind uh, you see, like, a flock of birds flying in that wind and smash into the feather, and you see them all fall down, just dead uh, on impact at how heavy this feather is. Um, it looks like this is an extremely dangerous territory to be in. Uh, and First Mate goes, All right, that's, that's the coordinates right over there. Uh, right there. And as he points, you see a massive volcano um a volcano with uh active smoke rising out of it um with a trail of lava running down the side uh you see like as it runs down the tornadoes with the lightning that is inside them 
um, will sometimes go nearby and the entire thing will set a light on fire and then grow even larger uh, as it consumes the oxygen nearby and creates a, a vortex of just destruction in its path uh, as it just waves and goes bigger and bigger until it uh, becomes the same size of the uh, ginormous reptile and the bird that we're fighting to the death. Um, it is chaos down here uh, and very scary. Lads, welcome to Florida. <laughs> prepare <laughs> to disembark. And that's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Florida. Well, um, this sucks. Like, a lot. Um, who's in favor of just kind of letting all this just end? Ash like, raised his hand. <laughs> like, Truly, if we had the ability, I would kill both Nua and Fushi. I don't think we can, though. No, yeah, I don't um, think we can either, but like... Well, that's yeah, why I was like, is... voting to like, try and find the, the one guy. God, what was his name already? Um, he, 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 not... Fred, I'm going to be real with you. I don't think we have time. I want to find this artifact and get out as quickly as possible. Yeah, no, we we are at a... So I would even call this a safe cruising altitude. Mm. We are oh, just yeah. at a cruising altitude. If you want to mm-hmm. talk, you're not allowed to pause. So okay. let's, uh, let's just <laughs> go. Let us get done. Let us... Okay, let's do what we can. Do what we came here for. Um, are there drop ships, or do we just kind of jump? Yeah, there there are some um, lifeboats, quote unquote, that are more akin to like escape pods in like a spaceship um, that are like aligned on the sides of your ship that you can probably hop into and then launch yourself down. Uh, they are pretty sizable. Um, you would probably fit. You know, all of yourselves in one plus one other person if you want. Guitar. Do you have a flare gun for the ship? Um, I I mean, we could just kind of like we got mages on board. We can just kind of shoot like you know fire so or whatever. That's not the issue. The issue is we're gonna go and find this thing. I want you to keep this ship at a safe cruising altitude as you can, and we need a way to contact you to come pick us up. Right, and I we need you to be on that shit. You know, second right. you see that flare, like anything remotely. Anything, yeah. You come and get the get us the fuck out of there. So yeah, okay. do you, does the ship have a way for us to contact you if we disembark on one of the escape boats? Or I think in the escape boat should be uh, what you're looking for. There should be like at least one flare gun in there with probably two or three flares. Okay, that'll work. We usually keep them packed up. Honest okay, recommendation from me probably is not a yes. So Fred, could you go and check that? Yeah, we'll just go check. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, um, I'll be I'll be right back, guys. You see Fred, like, kind of, like, waddle off in the direction of one of the pods. Recommendation from me. I'm going to go ahead and uh, hand Qatar uh, one of those little eye masks and, like, some sound-canceling headphones. Take a power nap while uh, and, and tell the crew to watch out for this, uh, for this flare coming up because we need you rested and ready. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I could really use a quick nap. Yeah, for now, just tell them to keep it at a cruising altitude. Wake you up if it's All necessary. Right. All right, we'll do. I'll, I'll make sure that we're... Ready to get you guys the moment you need us. Uh, are, is it just going to be you three heading down? We could take someone else. I don't really think it's a smart idea. No, I, don't... I mean, Valgorg might be... Might, but muscle. I think they might be too big to fit. That's also in... true. But I mean, yeah, no, I don't want to go... I mean, first mate here needs his power nap. And then a... Ricky, I mean, Ricky's got his duties. Yeah. Any a small crew will make for an easier disembark. I think it's best if we keep it life now. Yes. No, I agree. I think the three of us here are going to be uh who's going down. Cuz anything that's down there, we're not going to be able to fight it. 
Right, right. If I do return at this point, just so you know, uh, you were able to find the flare guns in there, ready to go, no problem. Okay. Um, and then also, um, how many instances would you allow me to do of giving out guidance to the crew in this like small amount of time? It only lasts for six seconds, doesn't it? Guidance lasts for a minute, oh. and it's concentration. Um, mm. I will allow another attempt at inspiring the crew if you'd like to do something there we go uh, i would love right. that and you could use spell casting as like flavor you you but, should uh, be able to upcast guidance to hit more targets with it uh, yeah Star Wars <laughs> yeah if i can do it why not who cares uh or at least scale with level like all the other cantrips star wars 5e it does it's crazy huh. it becomes a d6 then d8 then a d10 Ooh, that's insane yeah. Right. So you cast a level nine guidance, you can hit twenty people and give them an extra D one hundred on a roll. <laughs> oh my god! Nice. So, okay. So, right. um, yes. Fred, you, uh, you take the um, lead. I'll, I'll jump in and help. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Ash, you too. You always. All what? right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Oh, everybody, everybody, come on, huddle up, gather around. I want, I no. want everybody sitting, press the leg in a circle. All, all right? right. No, don't, don't do that. That's a bad. We need to be ready to go. What? Are we having another democratic vote? No. No, we are having a rousing speech. Uh. Okay. All right. So. And, but so also, no, up. no, no crisscross applesauce. We got to be ready oh. to move. So um. All right. So stand right, up. Stand squats. around. Stand well, up. Yeah, take okay. a knee. <laughs> everyone takes a knee. Everyone takes a knee. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> It's All a right. sports match. Oh right, listen, say, yeah. listen, we're we're about to <laughs> we're about to head down into probably one of the. The craziest things we've done um, ever as, as a crew. You know, granted, I only knew you guys for maybe like, you know, um, probably a week, maybe less. But it's going to be okay because we're going to do it and we're going to do it right. All right? And and everybody's got their position to do things. So, so Ricky, you make sure that you do your shit. And Valgor, make sure that you hold that crossbow like it's your goddamn sidearm. All right? And and make sure that everyone else is doing what they need to do because, you know, at the end of the day, we're we're family, all right? And we need to make sure that we look out for each other. So, you know, oh I, 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 just, I just, I really care about you guys, man. And I, I just... Oh I I really want you to to be there when it matters most. All right, so so who's with me? All right, uh, give me give me a persuasion check. I'm using the help action, just kind of like sure, just uh the rouse the right. Yeah, we got this. What he said, we're a family, you know. Bright eyes, head empty. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not the right phrase. Um, <laughs> you know the turn. Get smart. Get violent. That's the one. Let's go. <laughs> On that note, that's a fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, you see, everyone. Uh, what was the first roll, by the way? Just so uh, I know. The, uh, the first roll was an Without eleven, advantage. which made the fifteen. And then oh, okay. the second roll was like a two. <laughs> okay. So you see, for a second, like the crew is just like eyeing each other, and then they catch a glimpse of Alistair giving the same stare as last time. When <laughs> Fred was attempting to to really uh, bring out the best in the crew, and then they're all they all look at each other again and go, "Yeah, for Fred, for our family, huzzah!" And everyone starts cheering. Uh, people start applauding and stuff. Um, and they get off their knee and start like you know hustling to their different uh, locations of the deck. Um, you see, uh, first mate goes, 
for a nap and immediately goes down uh, underneath <laughs> the deck to go sleep a little bit. As we leave, no, Ash is going to turn to the as she's going to turn to the crew as we leave and just going to say, on a more realistic note, if you don't hear back from us within 24 hours, leave. Uh, yeah, just climb into the boat. drop the payload on Fushi or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, if, if you don't hear back from us within 24 hours, go home and see your family. You get two weeks paid leave. You see the two weeks paid leave makes everyone jump with joy and like screaming about how happy they are. They are, this is an ecstatic crew now. Uh, as you guys... Get inside your little escape pod, uh, lifeboat, and eject off uh, towards the ground. Clear eyes, full hearts. That's the one. Not not bright eyes, head empty. <laughs> and you guys launch. <laughs> just clear as we're on our way empty. down, just like, oh, that's what it was. Really, I thought clear eyes, head empty was it. That was the that was the model they always taught me back when I was learning archery. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, sure, I mean, everything, time and place, all that. I mean, it was a lot easier than having the head full, you know, the one, a lot going on. Right, yeah, yeah. I've got old. an empty head right now, empty that mind. Doesn't focus. Put a cookie in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> just... So, I'm going to give you guys, real quick, three options here. Oh. Um, about how to land. Oh, boy. This is going to be very, this is going to be a, a good decision here. This is going to be something that's going to have some consequences. I want to give you guys a forewarning. Mm. Uh, There's going to be three... Yes. Before before you even go into the explanations, are, did we say that we're in one pod? Did we say that we're in three separate pods? What's the vibe No, here? it's, it's one, one, one boat between You us. can fit in one. There's like, It's like a lifeboat. Like it's, okay. it's big enough to hold everybody, and you could have invited another person. Like yeah, it's, it's plenty of space for you guys. Okay, life you got it. it right now. The Think of it as like, like a small room more or less, that's just kind of, like, flying itself downwards. You see um, one of the uh, space engineers is just kind of, like, casting a spell continuously as you guys are launching away um, to keep you guys stable. So, three options for you guys. One, you land at the base of the volcano that was pointed out to you. Two, you land on the, like, side slash ramp of the volcano. Mm. Three, you land in the volcano. Those are your three options about where to land here. Um, what level of measures do you all have to help us escape from this escape pod if things go south? Oh, um, I can make things real spooky. I don't I, think um, that's what we're looking for. No, I, I can, don't think so either. Either I, can, I think we um I um yeah. What's up, Fred? I can I can like go into my shell and like be a shield for you guys. If we're falling in a lava, I don't know how much that'll help. Right. No, no that won't help like, a lot. Three um, feet worth of time. I uh, do have protection from energy. Um, so resistance the, to a, you know hmm. some some different types of stuff that might you have the spell way. protection from lava. Uh, I mean energy. So you mm. know, like like fire damage. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a little more worried about the physical lava rather than the energy of it. But so I think what we my my request maybe we don't aim for inside the volcano. Considering yeah. if shit goes south, none of us have the capacity to get out of this boat. Hey, uh, Nigel, question. Uh, Nigel. Uh, yeah, you see the, the in the fourth seat of the pod is just like <laughs> Nigel reading a book. Uh, yes? What was that? Uh, well, all right. Uh, I know things very different on the surface now than they were when you were alive. So, like, any idea where this... Is it is it in the volcano? Like, is there a temple... Or something that we have to go in through, or like, what is it exactly that we have to like? 
Yeah, we're run, we're really running out of time here. So, like, give us some kind of guidance here. Right. Well, there used to be this goddess. Uh, used to be a uh, uh, goddess of um, fire and water, both of them, mm. and uh, got click clacked, right? Oh, right. And, uh, uh, by the you know uh, those dragon uh, siblings or whatever. Mm. Um, I don't like them. And at the time, uh, the best place to build a temple for a goddess of water and uh, fire underwater under volcano. Water volcano. Yep. yep. See, he gets it. Yep. Um, so we, I can't talk to you. Away, I don't know where you were. <laughs> <laughs> As like you see, Alistair is maintaining dead eye contact, like at the empty seat. Yeah. Just kind of nodding occasionally. <laughs> Out of nowhere, like no. No uh, context whatsoever. Ash just says underwater volcano. It just nods. I'm gonna die when the <laughs> ship crashes. I'm gonna die when the ship crashes. It's been a good, a good run. Yeah. So you see, he goes. Uh, now, I uh, never had the chance in my lifetime to actually go get the artifact. I mean, I said it was like buried treasure and stuff. I, I kind of lied about that, part, but but I knew where it was. That was the important thing. I said I knew where it was. What? It's in you, the volcano. You, why would you? Why would you lie to? Why would you lie to us, man? Because if I said, "Oh, it's in a volcano," I mean, suddenly, oh, my options not as fun anymore. Yeah, but like we had this whole eight-hour conversation about we we're talking about your wives and you know how you're just like you know this cool yeah. person. Yeah, oh, and right. how much I lied. You don't actually know where this thing is, other than... It's in... I know it's in the volcano. It's inside the volcano. All right. Guys, look, a rock golem is beating the shit out of a giant goat. It's crazy. Oh. All right. <laughs> um, anyway, right, focus up. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, if it's inside the volcano, I mean, surely there's going to be other, what, chimneys or whatever they're called. I'm not a geologist. A volcano... Doctor vent, or whatever. Vent, I don't know. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. vents, chimneys, the things, the tunnels. There's a word for this. Hold on. It's actually a vent, but Alistair is, is not it? a volcano doctor. <laughs> no, it's it, there's a word. I know there's a word. Continue. I'm gonna find the word. Mm. Uh, so I mean, presumably that's gonna be happening on the sides of the volcano, not necessarily inside it, but. I feel like at the base of it, it's just going to make our job a lot harder. Yeah, I wanted to say, please, let's not land at the base. I'm terrified of the creatures on the ground. And Agreed. if we're near the base of the volcano, there's a lot more of a chance that we're going to have to deal with one. That or, you know, a fire tornado. Hey, yeah. That's a bad I time. Mean, I... Wouldn't we just deal with fire tornado anywhere on the, the surface? As it, it's, it, there was just a lot of tornadoes everywhere, you know? Fred, that's not... You see Alistair just kind of like pale just a little bit just Fred that was not at all reassuring <laughs> <laughs> well you know sometimes you just gotta be realistic man I mean I'll... there's a lot of there's a lot of times when you know I I, I definitely suppress a lot of you know the right. pain that I we'll, feel but... we will touch back on this later let's land on the side <laughs> oh, yeah. all right yeah let's let's I agree let's land on the side because that was where I was ultimately gonna go with this conversation but then I got really sidetracked with there's a lot of stuff I suppress, but I like to bring it out at the worst times. <laughs> God damn it. Land at the side, the we'll find a vent. perpetual optimist has a secret dark side. Who could have seen it coming? Who would have guessed? Uh, so you guys are deciding the side of the volcano. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Understood. Uh, so as you guys start to near the volcano more and more, um, you don't see, like, fauna or anything, like, covering the distance. Like, there's 
really just such a mix match of different like altitudes of rock formations and the like that your visual to the horizon kind of gets cut out in a jungle of boulder it is uh impossible to kind of look past maybe like a hundred feet before there's a a crater with um a broken piece of earth pointing upwards blocking your vision uh you guys get to the side of the volcano correct and as the uh ship lands um firstly you guys don't land in any lava that's fair easy enough um you can see probably about maybe like uh half a mile away um there is like a river of lava flowing down um and to your other side you see like the volcano revolves around you don't see any lava towards that direction but you see the trail of lava kind of like not come from the tip top of the volcano but kind of comes from like a little cave uh that's maybe a few hundred feet up um and you guys start stepping out of this little pod once you guys step out of the pod i'm gonna need everyone to make me a constitution saving throw mm. yay yay contains that's so, a nat one face tom that's that face is a nat no, one face it is a oh. nat two oh, for a total of five i will also okay. say I fully also rolled in that one. If Bone oh did not give me the help action, I'd be fucked. Bone <laughs> just hops on. Yeah. Does Bone have the? Yeah. We're gonna, I'm not. I'm not even gonna ask. Uh, so, so uh, but even before the 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 step out occurred, um, Fred like retracted into his shell. So like he's just waiting for the door to open, right? And that's basically what's happening right now. He's in the shell, and he got a thirteen. A thirteen. Getting advantage okay. on con saves while in the show. Got it. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with a 13 you pass, what was your uh, final roll, uh, Ash? Uh, let me see. Uh, with the help action, a total of 21. 21. So you're fine as well. Alistair, you were not made for this environment. No, I'm still um, wearing the uh, the heavy coat that I stole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Walking up the side of a volcano in a duster, <laughs> like heavy, like scale mail on on underneath. Like, <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna throw it back real quick to Ash. Ash, you for a second feel this blasting heat that is debilitating, and you know that if you spend too much time here, you're just fully gonna pass out. Mm. Um, but in order to prevent yourself from suffering any consequence of this heat, you grab bone. And as Q once did long ago, uh, you use Bone as an ice pack because he's just very cool and cold steel. Mm -hmm. And you just hold him against your forehead and it kind of cools down your body enough. Fred, your uh, natural cold blood kind of keeps you cooler than most here um, as, you know, a turtle. A Fred turtle. just gets a little sleepy. Yeah. You get a little sleepy. It's it's a little it's pretty warm out here. It's it's not comfy warm. It's 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 bad. Things are bad. Um and finally Alistair. Oh boy. You explode. You instantaneously combust. Um no. you, know, you step out of the pod and immediately you are soaking in sweat. This place is burning hot. The soles of your shoes are not lighting on fire. They're not boiling hot themselves 
but it's not even enough to prevent the heat rising up from the volcano to not seep into your soles of your feet and up through your body. Uh, and you experience a very quick and sudden um, uh, uh, negative condition here. So mm-hmm. there are two things that happen to Alistair. Okay. One, you are limited to... Uh, six words in a sentence Uh okay (laughs) uh, as you need to draw your breath in between sentences right and two all of your movement is cut into a third not half a third as moving here you basically have to like do like a tiptoe dance just not to like get your feet burnt um and not only that, but you're doing it slower because your body is radiating this heat. So you, you currently have a third of your movement speed and your sentences are limited. Well, means. All right. That's two words. You're good. <laughs> We're all going to be keeping count now. Fucking oh, hell, this sucks. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so as you guys step out, um, you look up your... Give me someone can give me a perception check here. Uh, Go for it. Whoop. No, sweat in my eyes. Uh that is a total of a nine. Gotcha. Uh how about anybody else? Anyone else can oh, do perception? Oh, I thought we you were could, I'm leaving it up to anybody. Okay. Anybody can do this. That's an anybody eight for it. Fred. Eight for Fred, okay. Eight and a nine. Give me a seven. Do it. So, no, it's no nine for me. It's no nine. Oh, oh my god. Can you hear me? Or am I too quiet? It's another it's nine. A, it's a nine? It's, it's another, another nine. nine. It's another nine. Okay, fantastic. Now, Great. Closer. Yeah, that'll really... That's going to sound so good for me when it's <laughs> 1am and I'm editing. Oh, um, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm memeing. It's fine. Um, okay, let me do this now. Okay. Uh-huh. I need everybody to roll dexterity right. saving throws. <laughs> I need everyone to roll dexterity saving throws. Yeah! <laughs> what God. rat bastard... Don't give me that face, Tom. Don't give me that face, Evan. What is happening? What are these rolls happening right now? Hey, Tom, what did you get? I got a net one. <laughs> God. I got a, I got a total of two, but I have a plus one of my deck saves. <laughs> this is a net one. Double net one? Um, so, Fred, oh, I we got a four explode. on my save me. Spirit whispers. Uh, my voice is from beyond with a four. Within the next 10 minutes, I can ask the spirits about the results of a specific course of action that I can plan to take within the next 30 minutes. Hey. I receive an omen as if I had cast the augury spell. Hey, spirits, are we going to be okay when we get sucked up into this flaming tornado? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and finally, Fred. So, uh, Fred rolls with disadvantage uh, for ah, undeck saving throws while in his shell. And, um, You're in your shell? Yeah, and uh, what happened was because we, I didn't have a chance to describe what happens next, and then there was another thing that happened instantly as soon as we got out. Uh, Fred rolled an eleven, and then Fred rolled a ten. Okay, and then for, for flavor, for flavor, Fred is like slowly oh. sticking his head out of his shell. Okay, rocks fall, everyone dies. Oh no! <laughs> okay, everyone's gonna take. 10 bludgeoning damage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as rocks fall. <laughs> Evan <laughs> continuously DMing for me. Um, <laughs> as rocks fall and knock into you guys, immediately destroying the pod behind you. 
Uh, did anyone grab the flare guns? Yes, Ash grabbed them immediately okay. as soon as he got I figured the... I figured that would be an Ash move. Um, so you guys just get just rattled with tons of debris. Uh, you guys effectively go prone, but you have an opportunity to stand back up from this. Um, yes, Fred? Right. I, a, I seem to yeah. remember something about Fred's kit, but I could be entirely wrong with something to do with like resistance to like bludgeoning damage with his shell, but I could be... I think you just get the plus four to AC. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you guys are just pelted with these rocks. Um, as you stand back up, uh, everyone failed for the ten bludgeoning damage. Um, this place sucks, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is this place sucks. Sucks. You guys have to get the fuck out of here as soon as you can. I couldn't the, tell. This this is really bad. Uh, so as you guys stand back up. Uh, you can catch a glimpse more of your surroundings yet again. Dexterity saving throw. Uh, at this point, what would you guys like to do? <laughs> I cast Armor of Agathis on myself. Smart. Um, so that gives me five temporary HP, and I am surrounded by a cold, shimmering fog. Does this counteract the effect of the smoke and heat exhaustion? Uh, that's a great question, because it is cold. It is uh, supposed to be like a, a cold shell. I'll say you can re-roll your constitution save. Oh boy. That's a total of a seven. Can can Al- can Alistair get the help action from me, the player, suggesting that? <laughs> can I can I Evan give Alistair the help action? Can you Evan intercede? Yeah. I will allow it if I Cameron can give you disadvantage <laughs> on the next a saving throw, ability check, or attack roll you make. Oh me. Yeah, you. Hell yeah, fuck it, yeah. Okay, all right. roll with advantage. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, all right, that bumps it up to a 13. 13 passes. Oh, yeah, God. kill me, coward. Give me a disadvantage. Uh, you, you with this uh, ice, um, feel like yeah, just... a spirit uh, whispers next to you and goes, I'm not a furry. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> You, you completely bamboozled. Um, immediately, like get like shivers down your spine, yeah. and it causes the heat to just go away. It's not a good. Fo- <laughs> it's not a good feeling. My hand, my hand on Alistair's shoulder is like a little clammy and just like a little sweaty, which is not really comfortable in this current environment. And my voice is a little too close to your ear, and it's like oh. dry sounding, but. It- feels very hot and moist so like you're expecting something completely different than what actually it's not it's not good uh, <laughs> but with that you <laughs> no longer have to limit yourself to six words it was really quick unfortunately because i i would have really enjoyed that but that's fine um Ugh. what are you guys gonna do uh we have an armor of agavis going out uh i'm i think i'm gonna go ahead try and look around for a vent to start heading into the volcano rather than trying to climb up sure give me uh an investigation or perception check with disadvantage evan hell yeah no i thought you were giving me disadvantage on my self-confidence check there um <laughs> fucking char- <laughs> my charisma saving throw to not feel bad tonight uh oh, no i just bully Evan. uh a functional functional disadvantage there because i rolled an 18 and it turned into a thick uh for a total of 10 it's a deal with the devil you know yeah. Um, worth the it. closest entrance that you can see into this place is the tunnel where there is lava flowing out of. But it mm. looks like there's enough room on either side to kind of like 
walk past okay. it. Okay. Like there's something. like a like a natural walkway more or less. Yeah. Okay. So we have that option. It's not a great option, but we do have it. Mm. Probably honestly quick it's probably a lot quicker than going to the top of the volcano and trying to descend down as well as going through a vent. Um yeah, man, I, I agree. So um yeah. let's let's go. I don't want to talk. Let's go. Yes, and let's be very careful to not fall into the lava. Yeah, that um, would be really fucking terrible. Yeah, I don't want to be a turtle stew, man. Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first. Before we enter in, like I kind of cast forth the spirits and just ask, like, is <laughs> there a better way in? <laughs> Oh. Using the augury ability. Uh, that sure, let me look at the augury ability. So, it, so I know how to really get in the mood of this thing. Uh, I describe a course, a specific course of action that I plan to take within the next 30 minutes. You choose one of the possible outcomes. Wheel for good results. Woe for bad. Well, Wheel and woe for good and bad results. And nothing for results that aren't especially good or bad. So are you asking... I am um, asking if going this way through this tunnel is the best course of action. Well, or, it's not going to tell you if it's the best course of action. Not, it's going to no, tell no, you no. if it's good so, or bad, right, If right? it's good and bad. Like, if taking this tunnel is going to lead us to where we need to be. Uh, you receive a omen that is both weal and woe. Uh, you... <sighs> Feel that clammy hand on your shoulder. <laughs> just give you a just a quick little like, kind of like reassuring grab, hey. uh, like just like a. <laughs> uh, and it is, it is weird and creepy, but in a way that you know is supposed to be nice. Uh, and it becomes you can read it as a wheel and a woe. Right. So I mean, yeah, it's gonna be dangerous, but it's probably a lot quicker. I mean, if we're talking <laughs> story beats, I think it's a good move, but you're gonna you're gonna want to watch out. Uh, have fun. Evan, your Evan impression is so bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, it manifests as uh, whisperings from my spirits presentable only to me. So yes, yeah, just Evan doing the Evan impression, whispering in my ear and clammy <laughs> hands. Just uh, all right. I mean, yeah, fuck it. Let's go through the the fucking lava tunnel. Nothing, nothing screams terrible plan than. <laughs> But uh, well, yes, well, it'll I mean, get us where we need to go. If if you look about, you know, like five thousand feet in the other direction, you'll see a giant bird that's getting slaughtered by like what looks like something akin to a tarasque. But like, I don't even know, man. What's a tarasque? I don't even know. It kind of just came to my head. <laughs> it's right. that big. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Says Evan doing the Evan impression in my ear. What? Says, no, here, hold on. Oh yeah, no, that's over there. That's that's a tarasque for sure. Yep. I've st for sure. Oh, there you right. go. That's more in character for yeah. you guys. All Is right. that Cam doing a Cam impression? <laughs> yeah, it's Cam doing a Cam impression. <laughs> um, you guys enter the lava tunnel. Um, the tunnel of love. Ah, yay! And, how romantic. Ooh, it's like a neon sign above it. Um, <laughs> Ash starts to cry. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right. As you guys enter, this place is especially hot. Being near this lava is very taxing why and so you guys have to slow your pace a little bit just to make sure you say why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you Can't got imagine. that I'm, I'm really glad you got that please everyone uh check out our new patreon goal where we <laughs> ship evan out to an active volcano <laughs> Ooh, so 
as we enter the volcano, uh, I'm also going to yes. cast uh, Enhanced Ability on both my friends. And this is going to be Bear's Endurance specifically, which has advantage on con checks. Uh, and also oh. gain 2d6 temp hit points as the both of you guys start to like oh. glow wow. your respective green auras or or whatever color that best suits your, you know, yeah. psyche. Ash grows a little bit more chest hair and he gets like a leather X strap across his front. Point nice. of order here. Bears and dirt. When you gain more temp HP when you have armor bag that's active, I believe it's, you keep. They don't stack. It doesn't stack, but you take the higher one. So yeah. Armor of Agonist remains active, but you now have 26 HP to work with rather than just the 5. So what you see... What yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how that D6. works. 2d6. 2d6. Oh, 2d6. I thought it was 26. Yeah, no, and I rolled a 6. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, no, oh, oh six, it's, not, so it's not him it's one, okay. it's one better. One I'll more. take it. One I'll more is it. better than nothing. I'll take it. So you see, <laughs> I was going to narrate it to be much cooler, but you see like a mini turtle shell just sprout off the back of your armor. Just like a little poof of <laughs> extra ice armor. Um, and so you guys make your way through this little tunnel here. It gets, uh, it's, it doesn't get too dark because the lava lights it up. And there's enough room for you guys to have as comfortable a distance as you could have from lava in a tight quarters. Um, as you guys kind of make your way down this path. Uh, as you make your way down this path, uh, I'm going to need a marching order here. Uh, as you guys are kind of uh, lined up one by one. So who's in the uh, I think considering Ash just rolled a 11 temp HP from the Bears Endurance, uh, and is also just Ash in general, I think he's going to go ahead and take the front. Great. Um, Fred's going to be in the middle because Fred didn't cast that on him, and he doesn't have any buffs. I was going to suggest I'll take the rear. because Perfect. I have Eldritch Blast. Good <laughs> job! Reasons all around. So... You guys make your way through this little tunnel here. Um, and as you do so, Ash, I need you to give me a perception check. Yippee. A 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah. I'm um, making, all, I'm making as many checks as I can with advantage because I'm just having a bone. Give me the help action. Fair enough. He's, he's just kind of like helping you look around. Companions. Uh, you, as you guys are walking, um, I'm assuming you're not being stealthy here. Uh, I didn't hear it so no i wanted uh, to say specifically as we were walking ash is like using magical tinkering to take rocks on the wall and enchant them so they just go Wee! as he throws them into the lava <laughs> so he's not really being stealthy so for sure not being stealthy. yeah yeah uh, you see um go as you kind of like turn this little curve of the the tunnel uh you see in front of you at first um it just looks like a bunch of like little sparks of lava flying upwards like just little like into darkness you see like little fires right and then you realize as you kind of like adjust a little bit more that these aren't just sporadic tiny little fires oh, no. these are eyes of fire oh, no. and there is a collection of these eyes of fire as you turn a corner you see a collection of 12 sets of fiery eyes to all turn to your wee <laughs> uh and there's a dead silence for a moment, and your eyes fully adjust to see these creatures. You see about a dozen uh, mini pterodactyls who are made of fire throw out their wings and start launching themselves at you guys. I need everyone to roll initiative. No yippee. God fucking shit with this die. That's a five. I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm thinking this whole time. It's just wee! 
Uh, Yippee! I think this fight, Ash is going to stick to his normal long sword, so he gets a bonus from holding a shield. Very cool. A scimitar on his back. Uh, I got an initiative of nine. Nine? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Fred has some anime eyes, and they do the kaching thing, and what? he got a 21. Oh my god. Fred's ready. Oh, that kaching. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or just blocks in. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah, yeah. serious, stern eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Full gotcha. reference to, like, fighting robot anime. Full reference. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right, I'll just climb up on Fred's shoulders then. And, uh, <laughs> Ash, you form the legs. <laughs> All right, and Alistair, I'm sorry, can you repeat again? You got a four? Five. Five, Five. okay. Five. Yeah. Uh, Fred, you are first to act as you see a uh, just group of these flame pterodactyls flying straight towards you guys. Okay, um, so... It, does it look like they're they can, like I can see through the fire or no? It looks like there's like a body underneath the fire. Like there's like scales and stuff that that okay. kind of just you know um, they're not fully made of fire, but it looks like they've got fire properties. Got it. Okay. Um. So what's gonna happen is Fred is going to see these things, have that moment of ching, and then slam his hand down into the ground. And, like, the full explosion of ruins just exists on the floor. And he, like, pulls his hammer out of the ground um, because he had left it on the ship. So he just summons it like that. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking dope. And then he takes it and goes in for a full two-handed swing and uh, attempts to hit. So that would be that. And that would be that. So that's going to be 13 to hit. 13 hits. Uh, so you guys know, we're treating these uh, 12 different pterodactyls as two different swarms. So hitting part of the swarm is going to reduce their overall damage and uh, their HP is like a group. So you're not like, I'm aiming at this one. I'm aiming at that one in particular. It's more like you're there's so many surrounding you, it's hard sure. just to like pick one to fight. You're just yeah. fighting a swarm. All right. Thanks, Adishi. Thanks, Adishi. So, yeah, 13 hits as you just swing out as you're getting like flocked by several different ones. Yeah, no, absolutely connects one in the chest for nine. <laughs> nine damage. Very cool. All right. Uh, you see it just uh, kind of spins out of the sky for a second and gains its composure. And then uh, we're also going to use the war priest ability and make another bonus action attack full full attack thing go for it yeah uh that's gonna be 12 plus stuff so i'm, I'm assuming that 12 hit. plus stuff hits right <laughs> dismage is gonna be well that's gonna be 10 damage oh man okay 10 damage you uh, fully as the uh, the one that you just hit is like readjusting itself just splat just Oh. Bring down your hammer on it, uh, oh. and as you do, you clip two in the wings. Um, very nice, Fred. Uh, is that it for your turn? Uh, yeah, yes. Very good. All right, so having just murdered part of their pack, uh, you see mm. that uh, a couple of these beasts are going to try to, like, bite and hack at you, Fred. Um, so let's see here. Oh, God, it's uh, getting okay. kind of hot, guys. What's your AC? Um, I have a 19. 19? Okay, so the first one gets a 19 on the die, so it hits. Um, 
this is going to be six slashing damage as they scrape against you, and bits of like embers fly off at you for an additional four fire damage. You as just like a, a group of these things is gnawing at you. Um, the second attack is a natural 20 Uh-oh. on Fred. Uh, that's not good. So let me roll that real quick. Um, oh, guys, it's getting really hot. I rolled pretty poorly on the slashing damage. Um, so that's going to be only 11 slashing only. Um, and I rolled pretty good on the fire damage. So that's going to be nine fire damage. Um, guys, I, I think I'm, I think I'm passing out. Fred's passed out. No, you're, that was it? That was your HP? Yeah. Because that's a total of 40 in the past five minutes. Yeah, that's true. The bludgeoning. You guys didn't really do much from that. Mm. Okay, so you see Fred goes down, enhance ability goes off. Um, losing concentration. Not looking good right now. That is it for the pterodactyl's turn. So you have an opportunity here to salvage things. Um, and, uh, hey, maybe I finally get to kill you guys. This is great. Ash, it's going to be your turn. Quick question. Does, uh, as enhance ability goes down, temp HP remain or... The, I, or is it just the checks that go away? That's a good question. Um, I'll rule that the, the temp HP stays. Okay. That's just going to be my ruling. I don't care if it's different. Oh, Ash is going to go ahead, drop to one knee, uh, sling his shield over his back so he's still getting some level of protection, and he's just going to go ahead and use his action to cast Cure Wounds on Fred. Cure Wounds on Fred. Got it. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and heal. Uh, that's a total of nine HP healed for Fred. Uh, right, cool. Bringing him, bringing him back up as Ash... Like, does very video game style, like, leans down med kit around the worst burns and then takes, like, a, a comically large needle and just jams it into Fred's heart. Uh, just, like, hits him with an immediate adrenaline shot to get, pick him back the hell up. Yeah. Uh, that's very cool. Uh, and then I'm just gonna go ahead, bonus action. We'll have Bone take a, uh, Bone will take an attack against the damaged swarm, because why not? Sure. Because we can. Give me that attack. What are, you, what are you hitting me with? Uh, it's a total of uh, uh, 21 a hit. That's going to hit, my friend. Eight points of force damage. Not bad. All right. Not bad. Uh, you see another one uh, falls from this swarm. Uh, let's see. One creature. Okay. And I'm going to close to, if possible, I'm going to try and get within five feet of both swarms. Uh, Yeah. Okay. That's easy enough. All right. Okay, uh, it moves to Alistair. Okay, bonus action, second level healing word on wow. Fred. Uh, Oops, all healers. <laughs> Oops. Nine points of healing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, all right, Fred, we need you up on your feet. We can't do this with just, well, the three of us, I suppose. Bone, we but... can make it. Anyway, uh, and then two <laughs> Eldritch Blasts. Uh, just, just gonna, all right, anyway. Um, pew, pew. That's a 19 on the first one. Hits. So that's going to be... I'm dam- attacking uh, the Damage Swarm. Uh, yep. Six points of force damage. Okay. And second one is a 12. 12 is going to miss, unfortunately. Okay. All right. So, yeah, this little Eldritch Blast um, hits... The side of the cave, which is going to introduce a little mechanic to this fight, everybody. Oh, damn it. As this force damage hits the side of this cave, 
Um, some shaking happens in the cave you guys are in. Everybody is going to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, Fred, you do not have to make this deck save. Ooh. You're Ooh. currently prone, and you're kind of just stabilized on the ground. Ooh. That's I'm a total prone. of 20 from me. 20. 20. 14 for Alistair. 14. That's fine. Uh, let me see this. Okay. Uh, you see that the swarm gets hit with, like, debris falling from the ceiling. Uh, you guys are able to, like, duck away from it. Fred, you're just kind of, like, on the ground by the time it hits you. Like, there's too many things above you for it to even get down to you. Mm -hmm. uh, the swarms are both going to take seven bludgeoning damage from just Ooh. the walls uh, mm. caving in on them. All right. And that's it for Alistair. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it's going to be the unharmed uh, swarm's turn. Okay. And they're just going to attack all three of you guys differently. Um, so first attack is going to be uh, 18 to hit Ash. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll just go ahead and take it. Okay. Uh, it's going to be an 18 to hit Fred, which I believe misses. They do. All right. And then it's going to be a 7 to hit Alistair. Yeah. All right, so it's just one hit. All right, and then uh, you hold on one second. You're gonna take seven slashing and two fire damage. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, as a reaction, uh, use my gift of the gem dragon. Uh, force this swarm to make a strength saving throw. Ooh. Okay. And then also at the same time, Fred's reaction is gonna happen because he has the sentinel feet, and he's gonna make an attack of opportunity. Okay, it is gonna be disadvantaged because currently you're prone from going right. unconscious. Uh, what's the DC? A 14. They got a 13. Okay, so they take a full 2d8 force damage. Uh, that's 10 points of force damage, and they're pushed up to 10 feet away from you. Uh, I don't think it'll do anything, but can I push them down into the lava instead of into the wall of the, uh, the cavern? Uh, they have, they have resistance to fire damage. Uh, they do not have immunity, so you may absolutely push some of the yeah. swarm into you the fire. See, you see, as Ash takes damage, Bone the just lava. climb, or Ash just climbs on... As Ash takes damage, Bone climbs onto like the wall of the cavern and just unleashes this blast of telekinetic force and <laughs> fully just knocks six of them into the lava. Just with a fucking fuzroda. Alright. Uh, oh my god. How much so, damage does lava do? Great question. According <laughs> to Google, uh, <laughs> there, there's a few ways to deal with this. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen, let's see here, Wait, being fully submerged in lava causes you to take 18d10 fire damage. Mm -hmm. What? Uh -huh. Oh my god. Yeah, just, just so you guys know, there's a very real chance of you dying if you step in that lava. Oh, you don't have to tell me twice. No, <laughs> not at all. You're gonna go so, ahead and roll 18d10 for the swarm? They don't just immediately just get a dust? They don't. Uh, they take 97 fire damage. Halved, I assume. Halved. Okay. Oh, gosh. Uh, and we'll round it down to 48 fire damage, mm -hmm. leaving just a single, <laughs> single pterodactyl. So that's 48 on top of the 10 points of force damage? Yes. Took for okay. And they're still standing. Yes. Got it. Oh and God. just one is still standing. Okay. Uh, so heavily reduced damage and heavily, like, not three attacks a turn. Um, This thing is... But not just that. Fred takes the attack of opportunity. Fred rolled a dirty 20. With disadvantage? God damn. Hits. With disadvantage. That hits for sure. Go oh ahead and roll God. damage. Uh, that would be a total of nine points of bludgeoning damage to the 
face. Nine points of bludgeoning damage. You guys see, just as the swarm flies past you, Fred, you just swing up with your hammer and kill the one that didn't get submerged. <laughs> and the rest of the swarm just goes, wee, 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 wee. Yeah. Uh, as they all, just like, you added like a magical tinkering to your yeah, blast. Of course. And they all just, um, fully destroyed, fully destroyed swarm. Uh, and now there's just a single injured swarm. Why am um, I even here? Like, the two of you got this. <laughs> look, don't underestimate telekinesis in close quarters. <laughs> yeah, man, you guys are my friends. Nobody hurts my friends. That's the message we take away from this fight. <laughs> <laughs> Fred, it is your turn. Well, all right. Um, and then, uh, DM, there's still one more swarm, right? There's one more swarm. Swarm? Swarm. 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 Just swarm. one more swarm. Don't uh, disturb that anymore. It is please. injured. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. Fred. Um. Fred has said that line. You know that that you know his friends are important, and then stands up in the middle of that, and then uh, just lunges forward with another swing to the face of these. these right. birds. Oh my god! So that's going to be a uh, twenty-two uh, to hit. Jesus, Fred. That's going to hit. Fred's inspired, right? <laughs> inspired. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be a total of ten points of bludgeoning and damage. Ten bludgeoning and damage. Yeah, ten. ten. Uh, all right, for anyone who doesn't speak stupid, that's ten bludgeoning damage. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Got it. Wow. All right. Yeah. I hey, I joined in, so I'm I'm good to say it. Uh, <laughs> so then, yeah, ten bludgeoning damage. You fully smack another one out of the sky. Um, this swarm is bloodied. Uh, to use D D mechanic terms. Um, Surely they look pleased to have ambushed us right now. Uh, you see, uh, one of them is uh, crying tears of fire. Um, can we can we roll intimidation on pterodactyls? Yeah, yeah. yeah. On your turn. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, knocking them in a lava doesn't make them immediately go, oh, oh They're no, beasts. Okay. But you know, uh, Fred, anything else in your turn? Uh, no, man. Fred. Fred's very satisfied with hitting one in the face. Gotcha. All right. So, uh, this last swarm is going to. What, I think they're going to go for Ash. <laughs> I think they're going to go for Ash because yeah, I baby. think Ash kind of just oh, no. slaughtered most of them. <laughs> um, they're going to go ahead and roll. They only have one attack left. Mm-hmm. It's a twenty, dirty twenty to hit. Uh, Ash has used his reaction. Bone has not. Bone is going to go ahead and use his reaction to oppose disadvantage on this with a steel defender feature. Okay, uh, dirty twenty becomes a seven. There we go. Uh, as they fully miss, uh, Bone just kind of like jumps in the way, and um, they just like crash off of him. It's um, after after he climbs on the ceiling to blast one swarm into the lava, he just drops down and collapses on the other pterodactyls. Ping, 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 ding, 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 ding. No, uh, as they all just like bounce off him. Uh, Ash, it's your turn. Oh, is it? Uh, I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and take. Two swings, and then Bone is going to attack as a bonus action, because why not? Fantastic. Uh, 21 and a 14 a hit on Ash's attacks. Both okay. hit. Ooh. Not good rolls. Total of nine points of slashing damage from Ash's attacks. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, then Bone is going to go ahead and take an attack as a bonus action. Uh, that's a 23 to hit. Uh, all right. That's going to hit. Ooh, another one on the damage die. It's going to be three more points of force damage, baby. Three more points of force damage. So sometimes there, you roll three damage dice on your turn and you roll two ones and a two. There are two very injured uh, pterodactyls remaining in this swarm. 
Um, and it goes to Alistair. I'm going to need him to make a wisdom save. <laughs> sure. Uh, does a seven save? It does not. Imagine uh, if it did. <laughs> right? Just, I actually have where... a minus to my charisma. I don't know why I'm doing this. I have a minus ah, four to charisma. Uh, so, no, I'm using Vicious Mockery. And oh, okay. I would like to tie that into an intimidation check. Sure. Uh, so, first, the Vicious Mockery damage. It's 2d4. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, four. that's cute. Uh, six points of psychic damage. You should just really just throw your just end it. Throw yourself into the lava and just be done. Like you, one you does that. Just should I just make the intimidation check? Uh, yeah, give me an intimidation check with advantage. So, well, the first one was a thirteen. The second one's a nineteen on the die. Plus seven is a twenty-six. Uh you see the pterodactyl looks down at like the two that you physically killed, and just like smoke coming out from the lava of. Literally, like, <laughs> nine nine pterodactyls that have just fallen into it. And its fire dims a little bit, and it goes, Hey, what can you say? It wasn't living! And then it tries to fly away. Can I make an animal handling to tame it? No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. You can. You absolutely can. It is scared shitless, trying to fly away. No, I don't succeed. Uh, it shits on you as it flies away. Can I, can I, I shoot it with my... I, sh- I pull out my heavy crossbow and I shoot it. <laughs> You kill it. You, you kill it. I'm not going to roll anything else. Uh, this thing is fully dead. Um, <laughs> you wipe the fiery shit off your head. Uh, and that's it for the combat. You guys, it's clear now in this cave. Um, as clear as you can get. Uh, and you see the exit uh, with a bright, shining light. Uh, maybe like 30 feet, 40 feet ahead. Well, that looks like a quest marker. Sure does. <laughs> let's um, let's uh. More neon signs pointing this real quick. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, real quick. HP, uh, how, check in with everybody. How y'all doing? How's everybody? I actually didn't take any damage today. I'm like, oh, I'm um, HP still. Um, I mean, I'm like, I'm like feeling half okay. You know, I'm like half right. okay. We're fine. Oh. <laughs> mm, I'm gonna. I'll use my racial ability, uh, healing hands. Mm. To touch Fred and heal him for five hit points. Oh, I'll also, yeah. Why not? not I'll much, also, I'll also hit him with a cure wounds. Another six points of healing, buddy. <laughs> oh, come here, <laughs> guy. Let me, let me get you for a I'll hug. Come on, everybody. No, come on, I'm not going into the lava. Alistair's walking. You see, Nigel Strawberry is just like, don't worry, buddy. I'll give you a hug. Phases through him. Yeah, he just kind of passes. Fred, the only person who can still see him is Alistair. Fred, you can only hear him. <laughs> but you do feel like you get like the quick like scent of bourbon hit your nose real Ugh. quick. Um, and like gunpowder. Uh, and, and you know, you feel like you're being hugged by some sort of spirit. And then just as like a little side note, the total healing was what? Uh, 11 points. Yeah. yeah. Five from Alistair, okay. Cool. Uh, so, as you guys enter this uh, opening, you find yourselves in the center of this volcano. And it is not as you expected it to be. As soon as you exit the cave, the lava river is no longer there. You do not see any lava in your vicinity. The weather and the conditions that you've been suffering through the heat is gone. It is now a tropical warmth that you are feeling. As you look ahead of you, you see a jungle 
a fully fleshed out living ecosystem here in the center of this volcano. The smoke above that you were seeing from before seems to just appear at the top of the volcano uh, from no source whatsoever. It just floats upwards. Uh, And as you look ahead of you, in the jungle, large, made of uh, cobblestone, a temple rises up maybe about 60, 70 feet of steps worth. And all the way from your position, you guys can see a horn, a giant, like, curved war horn that sits on a pedestal all the way at the tip top. Um, And you guys spot in this little ecosystem, you hear... Uh, you hear birds, you hear, like, the, um, like, little chirping of, like, bugs in the area. There is sprawling life in here. Uh, and as you take in that surroundings, um, we're gonna leave off right here. Mm. All right. Yay! I love a good tropical paradise out of nowhere. Yeah, um, you gotta, you gotta love a tropical mm. paradise out of nowhere. One could even say it was a... A what? A what? Paradise Lost. Paradise <laughs> I don't know if I mean. Oh. I don't know if I'm even making that reference right. Uh, I don't. I don't even I don't know what you you're saying. No, I am. I, no, I am. Yeah. Oh, good yeah, for no, you. The reference no, I'm not. Was there. I, no, uh, I am. By John Milton. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, this? I'm not. This is not okay. Yeah, I don't know this what is I was very saying. Very much not. Okay. Can we end the episode now? Um. <laughs> yeah, we can end yeah, the episode. Yeah, um, I'd appreciate that. Coming at you with a failed reference. Uh. This has been the Forever DMs. Uh-huh. Uh, hoping that you've enjoyed this uh, pretty nuts episode, guys. I, I gotta say, I is pretty insane. I was really, honestly, I'm, I'm gonna leave this in, but I was really expecting you guys to at least go and talk to, you know, uh, Fuba once. Uh, uh, just to see what's going on. Ah, I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad we're here. Um, and I'm very excited to show you guys what I have in store for you uh, in this upcoming episode. Yippee. Yay! I'm excited to continue predicting exactly what you as the DM are going to do. That was too <laughs> funny. Oh my god. <laughs> Absolutely. I want you to know I have it written down in the episode log as rocks fall, everyone's take, everyone takes damage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyone else want to sign off? No. Nah. Uh, okay. Well, I am. This, is, this, has, been, this has been Fred. Uh, feeling, feeling cookie filled. It's been great. Thanks. DM's pet. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Eli, why would you why would you sign off? I don't understand. Why would what? you do that? What? I, it was obvious cut it, that cut it, I was... Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Alright guys, thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs>